0: Hello? Hello. All of humanity should gather as one. Hello. Hello? Meanwhile, let's get. It should be easier this time. Are you on <laughs> the same frequency as last <laughs> time? <laughs> uh, the, well, yes, yes, the frequency. <laughs> we're picking we something, something up now. Right now. Yeah, we're back. They're hearing me. This is Climate Solutions 2122, coming to you from a hundred years in the future, with the solutions to climate change that are only just starting to appear. In your time. If climate change gets you down, don't worry. This podcast has all the innovations and ideas that are going to stop rising temperatures and save humanity. And if humanity includes you, you'd be advised to listen. Subscribe to Climate Solutions 2122 so you don't miss anything. On today's episode, Energy Efficiency. of the European Union's energy is used in buildings. Cutting the amount of energy used in buildings and making sure that what's left is not harmful to the environment is a priority. The EU says Europe will be a net zero carbon continent by 2050. If you look out of your window, most of the buildings you're looking at will still be there in 2050. So they need a massive refurbishment and that means industrializing this process. In your time, refurbishing a building requires a bespoke solution because every building is different. To hit the numbers you need to reach, this process has to be standardized and industrialized. One of the innovations coming soon is the prefabrication of insulation materials. Then, you stand in front of a house with a laser that does all the measurements, you prefabricate the insulation in a factory, and basically glue it to the building. This is particularly good for Central and Eastern Europe, where there are a lot of old standard blocks without any architectural features that are hard to work around. You integrate renewable energy into these refurbishments with photovoltaic systems, for example. You also put solar thermal collectors on the roof. These are used already in the Mediterranean. They use the heat of the sun to create hot water. They're important because a lot of different sectors of the economy are going to convert to renewable energy in the next 20 years. So there may not be a lot of it to go around buildings need to generate their own energy. That's refurbishment. Now, new constructions. It's going to get hotter in Europe. There are two ways to deal with that. One is for high-tech homes with smart meters everywhere. The other is to build with the same techniques that were used hundreds of years ago. Here's why. In cities, You'll have the high-tech buildings with lots of meters that allow very efficient energy management using only the energy you need and using it at times when it's cheaper or when demand is low. In the countryside, you'll have construction techniques that use natural resources and ways of building that use less energy than now. There, the innovations are in how to design buildings that don't need so much technology. Thicker walls with small windows, for example. Construction creates emissions too, of course, because creating the building materials produces carbon. To minimize that, you'll reuse buildings. It's soon gonna be mandatory to disassemble and reuse them, especially in urban areas where new constructions will be made with prefabricated materials. Meanwhile, in the country, buildings will be made from local materials so they don't come with the emissions of long distance transport. We'll be talking about the circular economy another time. Circular economy means that things aren't thrown away. They're reused, sometimes for a different purpose. That's a factor in energy efficiency. I just mentioned disassembling buildings and reusing the pieces. There's also going to be reuse of heat from industrial processes that's often wasted. Factories and data centers, which is where companies keep massive computer servers, produce a lot of heat. That heat, will be used to feed into district heating grids. You'll also be recovering heat from sewage. That'll take place over many decades because sewage systems aren't renovated very often. But it'll happen. Even in your time there are already some centralized cooling systems. They're like district heating systems but they run cold water through pipes and connect buildings to cool them down. Because as you've noticed temperatures are rising even in places we don't think of as hot. Everything I've described is on a massive scale. You're going to get this done with two kinds of change. First, a change in society. Second, a change in the business model that's applied to renovating buildings for energy efficiency. Let me explain. Some technological developments get outsourced to places around the world where costs are lower. You can't do that with buildings. So this wave of renovation is going to mean lots of jobs. It's like Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal in the United States during the 1930s. And this is important. People in 2022 often think solving the climate crisis is about cutting back, cutting emissions by driving less or flying less, eating less red meat, that kind of thing. But it's also about opportunities for people to find work in sectors of the economy that don't exist yet. Lots of these jobs are also for less skilled workers. There'll have to be a big effort to train workers to do the range of jobs needed to make buildings energy efficient. Political leaders and governments will need to change regulations and create incentives for these changes. Now for the business model. How do you get your gas and electricity right now? A utility company sells it to you, right? But you don't really need gas or electricity you need your living room at 21 degrees Celsius. And that's the change in the business model. Because utilities won't be able to sell as much gas or even electricity in the future due to the reduction in consumption that we're aiming for. So instead, they'll sell services. They'll sell you a warm or a cool room. You'll pay them not for the gas and electricity that heats your room. You'll pay them to service the room so that it's warm. These are either going to be existing utilities that figure this out, many of which might buy small energy efficiency firms to develop this new business model, or they'll be entirely new companies. But to go back to the idea of a change in society, this change in business model will need a stable legal framework. A deep refurbishment of existing buildings has a 30-year payback time. It's difficult to convince people to make that kind of commitment without a subsidy regulations and government programs have to be put in place so that private companies will see this sector as a solid investment <laughs> next on climate solutions 2122, when you put a bunch of refurbished energy efficient buildings together you get a city we're going to look at how cities change to beat climate change So that you don't miss that episode, subscribe to Climate Solutions 2122 on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all the other big podcast platforms. I'll be reaching back to you from the future again next week with another glimpse into your future with Climate Solutions 2122 from the European Investment Bank.